Welcome to Rhema for Today. We ought to believe if the Bible said it, if the Bible said it, we ought to believe it if we never saw anybody get healed. My faith's not based on people getting healed and not getting healed. My faith is based on what God said. I don't believe in salvation because Aunt Lucy got saved or, and Uncle John didn't. I believe in it because the Bible teaches it. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, A Better Covenant, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, what are the benefits? Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? What else? Is that all of it? No. Who healeth all thy diseases? Praise God. Well, now, isn't it strange that people would believe that God still is the great, merciful, kind, loving God, Father, to forgive all thine iniquities? Don't mind preaching that at all. Just boldly proclaim that everywhere. He'll forgive you. He'll forgive you. But in the same verse, I mean, at the same time, it not only said, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, it said, who healeth all thine diseases. Well, no, he don't do that now. Well, who said he didn't? See, folks are looking around with a natural eye, trying to figure things out in the natural. But no, you see, the reason is that people haven't been taught what belongs to them. No, I don't think that the majority of Christians are sick. Not at all. Very few of them are sick because they've sinned, because they've failed, because they've missed God. Some of them are. But the vast majority of Christians that are sick are sick because they do not know their rights and privileges in Christ. They do not know what belongs to them. They do not know. They have not been taught. But see, ever since you were just a little kid, all your life you've been taught he'll forgive you, he'll forgive you, he'll forgive you. If we'd been taught that from childhood, that he'll heal, it'd be just as easy to get healed as it would be to get forgiven. But we haven't been taught that. We've been taught the opposite. We've been programmed, mentally programmed. We've been religiously brainwashed instead of New Testament taught. Well, let's find out, bless God, what's in our covenant. Hallelujah. Who forgiveth all, verse 3 of 103rd Psalm, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with love and kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy desire with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Well, now you can readily see that the reason the disease came to, I'm talking to Israel now about them, was through, it came through disobedience to the covenant. Because as long as they walked in the covenant, I'll take sickness away from the midst of them, the number of your days you'll fulfill. But even then, even though they disobeyed, forgiveness for the disobedience meant the healing of their body. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thine diseases. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. That's easy for us to accept, isn't it? 
who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. But now you see your mind almost wants to go shut on that one. You, you, see, your mind is the door to your spirit. And that truth's got to get down into your spirit to work for you. Down on the inside of you, you see. I say this, who forgiveth all thine iniquities. You got no trouble at all. Your mind's wide open. The door's wide open, isn't it? That truth can just come soaking through. It can come pouring through into your inner being, way down here on the inside, and that's good. But who healeth? The door begins to shut immediately almost. Your mind rebels against it. Who healeth all thy diseases? Well, I don't know. Now, I knew brother so-and-so. You know, he was a preacher. Full gospel. And he believed that. He died at age 43. Well, what's that got to do with the 103rd Psalm? I said, what's that got to do with the 103rd Psalm? Nothing. Nothing. We ought to believe if the Bible said it, if the Bible said it, we ought to believe it if we never saw anybody get healed. My faith's not based on people getting healed or not getting healed. My faith is based on what God said. I don't believe in salvation because Aunt Lucy got saved or, and Uncle John didn't. I believe in it because the Bible teaches it. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. I would believe in the new birth in the remission of sins and salvation as we call it, if I never saw anybody get saved, I'd still believe it and preach it. Because my faith's in what God said. Are you following me? What did God say about it? You see, that's where we get into difficulty a lot of times. Our faith is misplaced. Yeah, but I knew, I've had people say, I'm just repeating what people have said to me. One, one lady said, yeah, but now, brother so-and-so, you know, he was a pastor. Good man of God. Great man of God. Well, I don't know him. I didn't know him. I don't doubt it. I'll just take their word for it. And now his, his boy, only boy died at nine years of age. And now then here you are preaching that God said, I'll take sickness away from this thing and the number of your days you'll fulfill. Well, I didn't know brother so-and-so. I don't know how come his boy had died nine years of age. Really isn't any of my business, to tell you the truth about it. Really isn't any of my business. Or yours either, as far as that's concerned. But what did the Bible say? See, what did the Bible say? What did God say? Is God one thing in the Old Testament and a different God under the New? Is he a different one? Is it the same God? Then his attitude towards sin hadn't changed under the New Testament. It's the same it was under the Old. Then his attitude towards sickness hadn't changed under the New Testament. It's the same as it was under the Old, isn't it? I said, is it? Hadn't changed the least bit in the world. Then if, and then again, people said, oh yeah, yeah, that's for them back there then though. But not for us. 
But look here in the book of Hebrews, the eighth chapter real quick. The eighth chapter of the book of Hebrews. Now you see, God is talking about the fact of this new covenant. You see, in the last verse, we'll notice at first, in that he say a new covenant. He has made the first old. But now, let's notice about this new covenant that he tells us that we have a better covenant established on better promises. I'm not going to take time to do it. I wish, I wish you'd take time to read the 7th and the 8th chapter, the whole thing. The whole 7th, the whole 8th chapter of the book of Hebrews. The whole 7th and the 8th chapter of the book of Hebrews. And it wouldn't hurt at all for you to go on reading into the ninth chapter because he's still talking about the same thing. And you'll find out if you'll do this that he's telling us that we have a better covenant, thank God for that, established on better promises. Now that's the sixth verse of the eighth chapter if you want to notice particularly. But I'd like for you to read the whole thing. Now notice what he said. But now hath he, talking about Jesus, obtained a more excellent ministry by how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant which was established upon better promises. Better covenant, better promises. Better covenant, better promises. Better covenant, better promises. Hallelujah. In the Old Testament, like the 107th Psalm, 20th verse we've looked at, he sent his word and healed them. The word that he sent and healed them was the spoken word spoken by the prophets. Under the New Testament, which is a better covenant with better promises, the word that he sent was the Lord Jesus Christ himself. He's the living word. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God, and all things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. The word that he sent to heal us is the Lord Jesus Christ. We've got a better covenant. It's established on better promises. For somebody to say, well, yeah, healing's for us under the Old Testament, but not under the New. He didn't make that provision for us under the New. Then they ought to read that like this. But now has he obtained a worse ministry than they had under the Old. He is a mediator of a worse covenant which was established upon worse promises. But the word better is, is used there. More than once. The word better. 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 A lot of times people ask me, you know, sometimes, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I said, well, it was better, but I got over it. Now, you see, because they're programmed negative, they always think, well, he's worse. And then I always see that gives me a chance to testify to him. I say, now I'm best, you see. I was better, but now I'm best. See, good, better, best. I keep moving up all the time. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first in this offer is the book by Kenneth E. Hagan, 
plans, purposes, and pursuits. The next item is the three CD set by Kenneth E. Hagen, A Fresh Anointing. Also in the package is the CD from Kenneth W. Hagen's teaching, Walking with God. Next is the three CD set from Lynette Hagen, titled, If I Can, You Can. You get all this for the price of $45. But that's not all. If you order this package, we will give you a free mini book called How to Walk in Love by Kenneth E. Hagen. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. I want to especially talk to you about Lynette and Denise's women's conference. Yes. It's called Kindle the Flame, and that is September the 22nd, the 23rd, and the 24th. That's a Thursday night, Friday, and Saturday. She has some great speakers, Brenda Thomas, and Anna Gresham, Julia Post, Kara McKinnon. You can go right now to rhema.org slash KTF and register. You want to get your lady here for this special, special women's conference. Yes, and ladies, make sure uh, on Saturday night we have a wonderful candlelight service, communion, and a prayer service. So make sure that you stay the whole time. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue this classic teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.